there are times in those plans that God very clearly gives us in the beginning that we think, oh, maybe I just won't do that part, or maybe I won't decide to, to take on that task, or maybe I should do it this way. You see, we can outline a plan for next steps as long as we include Jesus in the planning and realize when he's redirecting our plan for his glory, when we take ourselves out of the way and allow God to use us in each and every little step along the way. Hey, it's Billy, and I'm glad you're here. On today's episode of Start Small, Believe Big, we will learn about detoxing from the emotional toxins of unbelief, shame, guilt. We're in step four of outlining a plan. But more on that in a minute. At first, I want to thank you for listening. All of the episodes of the podcast, my social links, books, and email are on my website, billyjoust.com. You can also find some of those links in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. I believe when we begin to grow our faith with small steps while believing in our big God, we will be empowered to live out our calling and purpose one step, decision, and action at a time. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Have you ever made a plan and God redirects it? Well, let's just say God throws me curveballs a lot, (laughs) like in this episode. I just came into this episode about outlining a plan. I thought I was recording. I went through the whole podcast episode and boom, there was no audio recorded. Have no idea what happened. But I know there are no mistakes when the Lord has his hand in things. And I just always want to follow where God is leading me. Doesn't mean I always do. Because with those curveballs that God throws at me, it shakes me up. You know, like thinking we're going to stay with a team for a while and then David get fired from that baseball team or buying a house that we think we're going to be in forever and moving again. Maybe a friendship that I thought was life giving and it takes a turn to not be so loving anymore. In my writing, my speaking, my podcasting, there are plans that I've made that God has redirected. And I'm not usually one that doesn't want to step into a new adventure, actually. My husband said to me a while back that he, he knew from the day he met me that he was going to have to carry a parachute with me with him at all times, never knowing where I may say we need to jump next. And there have been a lot of times in our lives where we think our lives are going in one direction and boom, the Lord shows us something that he desires us to do and it redirects our steps. Lately, I've been a little hesitant and I shall say it's been seven years of hesitancy to tell you the truth, um, where I hadn't been listening to the Lord how I should In directing my steps, I went into writing and speaking and podcasting with the plan. I prayed. I listened to the Lord in a lot of ways, and He spoke to me, but it doesn't mean that I always listened. There was fear. There was doubt. And sometimes we don't even realize it until the Lord reveals it in a new way. With those emotional toxins of fear and doubt, I haven't allowed God to use me where I knew he wanted me. 
He laughs at me a lot. I try to make a plan. I try to do things and glorifying him, but doesn't always work out the way that I think or want it to. I've made a list of the emotional toxins, those negative thoughts, and have begun to replace them with God's truth and promises. And I'm leaning on those and relying on his guidance in next steps. Today's scripture, Proverbs 16, 9, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. No matter what plan we make, even if it is a plan that we know that God has put into our spirit, it doesn't always work out sometimes because maybe our personal efforts and our personal desires come in to redirecting. I knew seven years ago, without a doubt, as I do today, that the Lord has called me to write and speak. It wasn't anything I ever dreamed of. It wasn't anything I ever thought of. It wasn't anything I ever believed God could use me for, especially in writing. But he has. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that that is the passion that he has put in me to fulfill his purpose through me of glorifying him. But there are times in those plans that God very clearly gives us in the beginning that we think, uh, maybe I just won't do that part, or maybe I won't decide to, to take on that task, or maybe I should do it this way. You see, we can outline a plan for next steps as long as we include Jesus in the planning and realize when he's redir- redirecting our plan for his glory, when we take ourselves out of the way and allow God to use us in each and every little step along the way. Today, we're talking about outlining a plan of God's next best steps for our lives. We're going to take it one day at a time as Jesus pulls us forward into it. And that's the way I want you to think about this. I don't want you to think about the future and how it may play out and what the end result may be. I really want you to step into this as you're removing releasing these emotional barriers, restructuring your priorities to focus on Jesus, and now begin that place of realizing God's best. One day at a time. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to grab a pen and paper. And if you're in a place that you can't do that right now, I want you to come back and rewind this and get to this point so you can write these three statements down because I believe they are true about you. God believes they are true about you. And I believe you should and will think about yourself in this way. The three statements. I am braver than I believe. I am smarter than I think. I am stronger than I seem. You see, the great I am, God, is ready to take you to the other side, away from these emotional barriers into his best. The burning desire to live for something more significant in our lives has been put there by a big God. The yearning actually points us to Jesus, to glorify him as we take these next steps, that next one step. I want you to begin to think about what fills you with passion. Now that you know you're braver, smarter, and stronger than you ever dreamed you were, I want you to think about what fills you with passion. 
What things do you do well? What do you love to do? Are there some things you do over and over without ever thinking about them very much? Did God put those skills in you? Yes, he did. Did he place that passion in your heart? Yes, he did. Can you allow those skills to be used for God's glory? I want you to pray about this. I want you to spend some time to really pray about the passion that fills you. Not what you want to be in a career or how much money you want to make or how famous you want to be or how popular you want to be. None of that. This is not about you. This is about Jesus. Ask him to show you how he desires to have an impact for his kingdom, a big and a small impact. When he fills you with his Holy Spirit and you allow yourself to have the freedom to dream, he's going to show you what he desires. I want you to begin to read your Bible and find verses that set your spirit on fire. Ask the Lord to reveal the passion in the scripture. Now, I'm not going to negate. Terror will rise. You will be terrified at some of the things that God puts on your heart. Questions will increase. Doubt and discouragement may want to overtake you, but remember what you've learned and don't give up. I remember one time where David really needed his parachute. Um, I, we were in church one Sunday, and I was praying about the passion in my heart. This was many years ago. And praying about the passion that God was giving me, and what was I good at, and what could I do, and, and how could I help the kingdom. And for the first time in my life, fostering children came into my mind. Of course, I question, Lord, is this really you or is this just, you know, something that dropped in? Like, I, of course, it was the Lord. I knew it. I should have known it. But I didn't. I wanted to question it. I wanted to doubt. I wanted discouragement to overwhelm me. I was terrified about it. I wanted to go into the mission field. I didn't want the mission field coming into my home. Selfish, right? I was scared. But as David and I began to pray about it, as we began to search scripture and look at what God calls us to take care of the orphans and the widows, and we really prayed about it a lot. And then as it does, when we begin to make a plan and the doors open and the calls are answered and the calls are returned and things move forward, you know that God is bringing you where he desires you to be. You see, God creates dreams within us to teach us our daily need for Him. Our lives are about Him. They allow us to serve Him and others and to glorify Him through it all. What's a dream that God's given you? A passion He's placed in your heart? What's a God-sized plan to do some definite service for Him, one that only He can fulfill? the one that scares you, but you've heard from him, a God-sized dream that will refine you and reveal to you that he is God and we are his. Trust him. Keep those scriptures handy because you're going to need them as you walk this walk. And if you need to search for a few more to help be courageous, brave, and bold, go for it. Write them down. Listen for the God-given directive that gives you direction. Is your parachute ready? 
Dream so big, only God can fulfill it. Start today, rely on him. In our fostering journey, I was terrified. But we got certified to be foster parents. And I was actually out on December 23rd when I got a call that there was a baby born that needed a home. And could I pick them up at the hospital the day after Christmas? They told me the story. They told me the issues. And I said yes, because we need to say yes when God opens doors, right? Well, that baby girl turned 18 not long ago. And she graduated high school. And I am so proud of her. When we went into fostering, we prayed to the Lord, Lord, if there is a need for us to keep these babies, you let us know. And if there is a family that you want them in, you're going to take that baby to that perfect family. Well, this perfect baby got placed in the perfect family and her adoptive parents, her parents have loved her unconditionally and raised her. And I just feel so blessed I could have put a plan in my heart to keep that baby selfishly wanting to keep her. But I knew that God had a bigger plan for her family, for her life, for her parents. After she went to be with her forever home, we had another placement. He went to his forever home and we had another placement. And he went to his forever home. We never adopted through fostering. Looking back on it, was it in my heart that I could keep these babies? Maybe. But I knew that God's plan was bigger and better. And so I listened. I listened for God's call. I listened for his voice. And I let them go where it was that God desired them to be as he did me. And we had to take it one day at a time. I want to finish today um, with challenging you to look for that dream that God's placed in your heart. What is it? Where is it taking you? And I want to just pray over you in that. Lord, we just, we can want you to continue to work in and through our lives, Lord. We release all of our emotional barriers to you. Take those toxins. And as we replace them with truth, Lord, I pray that we know that your promises are bigger than anything we could ever dream of. Lord, I want each and every person to remember that they are brave enough to take this first step into freedom of serving you in a spiritually healthy life with you guiding and leading us. Lord, we lay out our dreams that you have given us and we lean on you taking that first step in faith to glorify you in all that we say, all that we do, and all that we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I am making a plan. I am starting my plan as I've released my toxins of fear and doubt and truly embraced God's Word and where He desires me to be in the speaking, writing, and podcasting and I'm outlining a plan and I pray you come back next week 
because next week I'm revealing the plan because I don't even have it written down yet. <laughs> I don't even have the plan laid out yet because I'm asking God for his guidance and leading me and I know he will and he is. There are some things that are falling into place way too easily and for my liking, for God's liking, it's all good. But I don't want to stifle what God desires to do in and through my life anymore. And we are going to step into some new directions as He guides me and leads me. So come back next week. I will reveal the changes and the plan and what is moving forward. And I hope you're as excited with it as I am. Thank you for listening. I pray that this episode has encouraged you to allow Jesus to work in and through your life, one step, decision, and action at a time. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. Make sure that you're following me on Instagram and Facebook so we can stay in touch on a more daily basis. I hope you're back next week for the 200th episode. Might have to have some celebrations during that of the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. Now, let's not resist that small beginning but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.